Hello and welcome back to another week of the Take Two Movies podcast with me, Charlie. And me, Andrew. Where this week we were to talk about, um, what was the topic this week? Quickly, it was, a, it was a, <laughs> I think it might have boomed a little bit <laughs> because I thought this movie was based on a true story, which was the theme. And what it wasn't, I think. That, well, the, <laughs> oh, maybe no. the maybe if the theme had been very very loosely based on Honestly, something yeah. true that once happened and prompted some very good ideas, that might have been a better uh, theme. Because I don't think I don't think I think one the only thing that really happened was in the, truth was the was that someone bought the billboards and put up messages. And all the other stuff. <laughs> in the... <laughs> that happens. <laughs> so, so someone bought probably get... and put a McDonald's advert on it. And... No, no, <laughs> not not I mean they did. So, as you probably guessed, the film we watched was three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, uh, and and but apparently, the idea for the movie came to the writer from him reading a story about someone who was so angry that the police hadn't done anything about a crime that they bought a billboard advertising space and put big posters up. Yeah, which is funny um, what happens in the film. <laughs> yeah, which is the, like the first, so the first, the first three minutes of the film mm-hmm. is based on a true story. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it actually says that at the top before, uh, before you uh, put it on. The first three minutes of this film is a true story. All of that is made yeah. up, Tosh. No. Remaining one hour and fifty-six minutes <laughs> is complete fabrication. No, I would have, uh, I would have had a go at you for for bending the rules a bit, but to be honest, this movie's very good, so I'm not. I'll let it, <laughs> I'll let it slide. But I say it wasn't the you, you, you're too late. You've missed the, you've missed the deadline to object. Um, no refunds. But uh, <laughs> no refunds. Uh, but. So this film came out in 2017, and it got it got an Oscar, got a couple of Oscars. Um, it did, yeah, which was probably expected. Um, but had you seen this one before? I had not seen the film before. No, no, no neither, neither had you. I don't think. I know um, your mum and my gran had though. I think because she she came over. Yeah. To um, she's in our extended household, so she came over to ours that that. After we did the podcast a couple of weeks ago or last week, talk and we decided on doing the film, and she was like very excited about it. But uh, I would, I wouldn't yep. expect that she really would really like this. But it's, uh, it is really good, isn't it? She's got, she's got, a, she's got a very funny taste. She has. She's got very, in movies. Yeah, she has. To be fair, mm-hmm. and that's not that. I don't mean that in a bad no, way. No, no, I mean no, no. It, it's actually a comment. She's got a very like what you would expect. And this is terribly stereotypical, but what you would expect a seventy-six-year-old woman, you know, mother of two, grandmother of two, to it, what you would expect someone like that to like—that's not really her typical. Mm-hmm. Like she, she raved to me about um, this movie, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then I told her that um, me and Lisa were going to watch When Harry Met Sally at the weekend, yeah, which is arguably the best romantic comedy of all time. My, and my dad's favourite movie. <laughs> and your dad's favourite movie, apparently, as we found out in a, in a family discussion a few weeks ago. Um, 
and I caught and she said, Oh, well, I'll watch that if it's if it's on Prime or something like that. Yeah. And I caught up with her the next day, expecting her to be absolutely glowing about totally. it. And she was like, Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. And she likes she likes them dark, man. She likes a bit <laughs> of darkness. She's yeah, she's because she also liked Parasite, which is a really loved Parasite. Full on to watch draws the line though. Mm-hmm. Draws the line at Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road is one very long, yeah, intense yeah, action sequence. Yeah. Yeah. With the exception of like, I think there's about three minutes <laughs> right in the middle where things calm down, and then it goes mental again. Yeah, and uh, it is it's amazing. It's a, it's a phenomenal film. It's just not not a film I would have suggested for Grant. <laughs> but she's unpredictable. She I I don't know if I would have encouraged her to. Like go and see Parasite, but she 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 loved it, yeah. and I I agree. I wouldn't have thought she would. We I I spoke to her about this because I I said to Lisa and uh, my wife and her mother, mm-hmm. who uh, was with us for the evening, um, oh, I need to watch this film for the podcast. Three billboards, mm-hmm. one Oscars, uh, and Lisa said, "Oh, is it harrowing?" Because Lisa likes things to be nice, right? That's the main thing. She just likes movies to be nice. And she said, it's not going to be like harrowing or difficult, is it? And I said, well, I'll ask my mum because she's seen it. So I spoke to uh, my mum. I said, is it harrowing, mum? I went, no. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not harrowing at all. It's, it's, a, it's a, about this really strong lead female character, and she's fantastic. Uh, and uh, so then we watched it, and it's good to know that my mum's definition of not harrowing, yeah. and there's a huge spoiler alert, is... Uh, there's a, there's a man on fire at yeah. one point. There's a man who gets thrown and it's out not, and it's not like, of a, the first floor of a building. It's like, just to make it clear, like it's not like he's on fire, like and and like it goes like he's properly on fire and like you see him being burnt up. Like it's pretty, mad. yeah. And yes, no, it's fairly graphic. He, there, there's a, there's one scene where where a character shoots himself, yeah. and the whole premise on which the film is based is. Well, you don't thankfully don't see any of that stuff happening because yeah. it's happened in the past. Yeah. The whole premise is fairly harrowing as well. So yeah. actually, there's so much harrowing stuff yes. in that I'd actually movie. Actually, describe it as a harrowing and movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go so far to say, if, if one of the themes in our book was you need to watch a harrowing movie, I would say, ah, oh, gutted. I wish we'd waited until now to do three billboards because that would have been. You know, cool. I'm 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 quite sad that she didn't stick. For, and didn't stay on for Mad Max because I would have loved to have heard a review. Like, just too <laughs> much, just too much for her. Too uh, much for her. But um, and it is oh, a bit intense, oh, Mad oh, Max. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. bless yeah. her. No good honor. No, she's very open to films, so very commendable. Absolutely. So um, we we've kind of done, uh, we've done a bit of info, mm-hmm. but I feel like I would be robbing our loyal three listeners. Uh, <laughs> of their favourite bit of the show if I didn't ask you to provide a Charlie Henderson synopsis. Alright, so uh so it's the south it's the south of America. Not actually the south I, not I honestly thought I thought you were gonna say it's Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> so it's Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah no but I was gonna like build to that. <laughs> Brilliant. But no I can't do that. You all know it. It's it's Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> and um Mildred, uh, uh, I'm trying to find a second name here. It's not saying it. Uh, Mildred, uh, is a is a single mom who is looking after her son 
and, and a tragic event has happened in the past um, to do with her daughter who was, um, we presume, kidnapped and then raped and then killed or killed then or some. It was all all of the yeah. horrible things in some kind of um, combination. Um, and she kind of, the film deals with her struggle of, of emotions and how to handle the, the aftermath of that when and it does it's not like it takes place after she hears about it it's it's a good while after that it's more the 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 town's reception about it and and the police especially's reception of it because they're not they're not too great um in dealing with it yeah. and it kind of all kicks off all the kind of drama kicks off when she hires hires rents uh, three yeah. billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri falling off um <laughs> and uh, kind of plasters over them with um, basically she has a dig at the police basically for, for not doing their job in her opinion uh, and then from there t- uh, trouble kind of starts and, and brews in the town and it kind of leads to fire after suicide after um, arson after um, well, numerous things yeah uh, very harrowing <laughs> and We've both already said it's a pretty yeah. good movie, isn't it? It's a it's a belt. Yeah, it is. Um, um, what was the what made it stand out for you? What did you enjoy? The characters, about it? to be honest, was was the main, and you could tell that with the with the the writing that that they, the the focus was was completely on character, and that was the priority of, of getting this kind of conflicted, um, strong um, women to be at the forefront of it, and then you had. Um, uh, Woody Harrelson, who had about what, twenty minutes screen time, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He was he had cancer and he, uh, he well he had a great family life, uh, but he, he, he kind of got the impression he had a he had an all right job, but uh, and that kind of and and he he then kills himself because of pressure and his illness, and that kind of then how that affects other characters is also very interesting, and you've got Sam Rockwell, who um. He's a bit of a he's a, a bit of a racist. He's a racist who uh, is got anger issues and is just he's a cop, but not for the right reasons. You know, he's a you get the impression he's just a cop to to kind of say he's a cop and to have an excuse to to be violent. Um, and and yeah. the other cops understand that, but they just don't really know because Woody Harrelson in his letters he gives multiple letters out when he dies and he kind of highlights. Um, uh, highlights everybody in in the kind of own way and talks about how Sam Rockwell's characters full of anger and he needs to kind of relax. You know, he doesn't say that in the letter. Like, you have to chill, man. Uh, but he he kind of highlights that, and it's uh no, it's it's a character movie at the forefront. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. I I was watching it thinking. Charlie will be absolutely loving this mm-hmm. uh, because I think probably one of the most common things you often come back to is always about the, the, the story arcs for the characters that you're watching. Yeah. And there was just tons yeah, was of stuff good. in there for these characters, it was, wasn't it? It was. And I think as we'll go on to kind of talk about possibly the things that could have been a bit better with it, I think the what the... I think they could have, they could have pulled more out. I think I think like I was going to say, but I'll say it now because why the hell not? I think this would have worked a lot better as a Netflix series, um, just to uh, okay. really flesh yeah. out these characters more. Because like, and understand why they did it as a movie, just because 
you know, Oscars, <laughs> um, probably at the <laughs> forefront, um, and possibly, um, you know, Frances McDormand possibly wouldn't have got much as attention as she did if she if she hadn't if, if this was a if this was a TV show. But uh, not to say that it, it necessarily suffered because of it. I just think it could have it not it 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 just would have possibly benefited from that a little bit more just to fully give that well well i i think it's a testament to the film because what you get when you've got a even if it's a six episode tv series or a 12 episode tv series is you get time to develop those yeah, characters totally. and what this movie did and and what the actors did as well, what the script did really, really well was it developed the characters brilliantly, quickly, to the point that you you know, you really either identified or loved or hated yeah. different characters in it for whatever reasons. And then you felt enough about them, either enough positivity or enough negativity negativity about them, that the film at that halfway point when Woody Harrelson's character kills himself at that halfway point that totally shifts and creates a shift for all the characters that means you still go on that journey with them after they've totally shifted so there's there's you know the way the characters end up is very very different to how they start off in terms of how you feel about them and that's done in the space of two hours whereas I, yeah whereas I, I know what you mean you could you you're left wanting more yeah, of those characters, yeah. not so not it would be great to know that there in like was a, a in, in like a sequel form, but in 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 no, just wanting to see kind of everything that you know. I wouldn't really be interested in a prequel or sequel, but more more of just a more of them. Do you know, in some way. Well, it could just yeah, it could be you're you're so intrigued by what's going on with that story and those characters that actually it's the characters. The characters end up superseding the story. The story is still very important, but you think actually, even though that story is now ended, I'm still keen to know what happens with those characters, and would love to know what happens next in her life yeah. or his life. And that's that is a massive testament to the 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 way the way it's been created. I think I totally agree with you. It would be it would be great to see what carries on because you want to know what happens to the mm -hmm. son and to the um, you know, obviously, the the main characters as well, because they go on the the weirdest journey. But I want to know what happens yeah, to every everyone. Yeah, you know the guy she dates, yeah, and yeah, yeah. absolutely, because they're they're all intriguing and they've all got their own well, it's, uh, little it's, characters that you know. There's it's more this cool to idea them. of like um, it, it, it's it's all set in one town and it's very limited to that town. But at the same time, you, they really flesh out that town and you you get to know everyone and you get to kind of know the town itself as a character and you know. And I think it's linking that especially to yeah. um, the states that deal with things like racism and, you know, like there's the, the mother of, of the cop, uh, the burnt cop, if you like, um, you know, talks about how yeah. things should have stayed the way they were and things like that. And I think it's interesting that the setting especially also kind of felt a wee bit like a character in that way. Um, but I think talking about kind of subverting expectations with, because I text you, like maybe when we were, when you'd maybe possibly finished it, but I was halfway through about Woody Harrelson when he kills himself. Yeah. Because I was not expecting that at all. I yeah. was expecting, well, 
at first I was kind of expecting some kind of detective movie where she teams up with Woody Harrelson or, or something like that, you know. But um, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, partly glad that yeah. wasn't the case. Um, but I think I think it was it was the subverting expectations was done so well because they'd already established all the other characters very well. So it wasn't a case of oh well, you just killed off the main character or one of the main characters for the sake of it. It was that no, you've actually killed that main character off because all your other main characters are yep. equally strong. So they just use that death to almost progress their arcs. And that was done really well. It wasn't like a case of, you know, I think development really helped them in that 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 decision. Because if they weren't all developed, if you weren't really intrigued by any of their characters, it would have just been a bit like, oh, well, what, why did that happen? And what, do you know what I mean? Totally. Well, I think that's it. That, that was what, there were two points in the movie where it made it really, really clear that this is not, this is not a standard kind of linear movie about yeah. solving a crime. This is a movie about grief and yeah. redemption. Yeah, the, half the, and looking at your half the time the crime isn't even at the forefront. Um, but it was yeah, yeah, it was all character driven and internal conflict and things like that. Yeah, and the and the the letters mm-hmm. that he wrote before he died. That then got distributed out to various people in the town. The kind of key characters yeah. in the town was, for me, I for me the my favorite yeah. part of the movie because it was a really really good way of uh, when you when when you're having a conversation mm-hmm. with someone and they're giving you advice, sure. it's very very easy to nod and smile and go, yeah, totally, and you know, or you may disagree. But even if sometimes if you disagree just for the sake of it, you just kind of nod and you know just let me get out of this conversation as quickly as possible and go and live my life the way I want to live my life. When it's a letter that's been sent by someone who you can't provide yeah. that feedback to yeah. because they're gone, that was a, a the way they filmed that, the way they made that was was just a great way of showing this is the people who are so angry in this movie. Have have now had that kind of mirror yeah. held up to them, so that they can see that anger and see that it's not doing them any yeah. good, and, and that, um, some, yeah, and hopefully learn cha- and learn and change from it. And that that was for me it's the most like, powerful uh, bit of the movie. I thought that was amazing. Uh, at the end of the third season of Stranger Things, when um, Hopper, the police chief, dies, well, supposedly dies, um, and and does the yeah. the letter to 11 i mean that's really yeah. and all that stuff we we knew kind of like we knew all the stuff that he says in the letter i think it's just the, the fact that it's 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 also the fact that he's dead but also do you know it's it's i think it's always powerful when a letter of a dead person's read out in a piece of entertainment i think yeah it, it, when it's when it's read out by that character <laughs> oh, as well oh, and the character's yeah, oh, really totally. good when the character's voice is over yeah it's uh, so they can they can get that emotion yeah. across, even yes. though you can't see them. Because he's so that that the Woody Harrison character is a is a really really good character. It's a real and he's got a really distinct voice as well. He's so is that uh, yeah, and a real yeah, kind of drawl yeah. and and relaxed yeah. calmness about also, it. Somewhat um, threatening as well, like in, he's calm, but you know not to mess with him. You know. Well, maybe that's a, that, that's another reason why it's it's. Woody Harrelson's like Woody Harrelson when he came to fame came to fame playing a really 
thick bartender in a TV comedy called Cheers, which was way before your time, but you might have heard of it because it's 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 so famous. But um, he played this kind of comically stupid bartender character who was very very slow on the up, very kind yeah. but very slow on the uptake. Um, and then it, it was he, he he's clearly a very intelligent bloke because he makes some really interesting film choices. Yeah. And when he went into films off the back of that, he was determined to choose characters that were very different to the kind. It would have been easy for him to get typecast. And he actually ended up playing more kind of violent, more aggressive characters in a lot of movies to show that he wasn't this lovely, cuddly, uh, nice but dim type of stereotypical character. So he's he's got that kind of menace about him now when you see him. It can be quite menacing with his eyes. But actually, when you just hear him, he, it, you know, he just sounds like the nicest guy in the world when he's writing yeah. those letters. Yeah, yeah, he's a good actor, Woody Harrelson. Um, but I mean, at the same time, um, what's her face? Frances Dormand was also amazing. She was played that role brilliantly and yeah. totally deserved the Oscar for it. And I was surprised. Yeah, I was yeah, hundred percent. Oh, um, I was surprised how. Good uh, Sam Rockwell was as well. He was uh, he was also brilliant. Um, yeah, absolutely superb. And I think that just again the kind of range of emotions that they yeah. all went through, and the fact that it didn't feel at no point did it feel overacted. Yeah. Even though there was so much stuff they no, could have no, done. Yeah, it was always um, it was always perfect, and and you couldn't have cast your generic <clears throat> even this. Hollywood actors in this at all. This was a this was a new league for at that at you know, this was this is another league up from the, in some ways the films that you would normally see easily. Well yeah, and and again McDormand, Francis McDormand and Sam Rockwell tend to pick movies that are a little yeah. bit more independent, less mm-hmm. showy. More. Probably because of, uh, for 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 I don't know, maybe for for whatever reason they might not be considered kind of leading man or leading lady material, but their their performances are always yeah absolutely brilliant. Um, and I can't I can't think of anything bad that uh, Frances McDormand's done because she just whenever she does turn up in so she doesn't do a lot of movies, but when she does turn up in something, she's always I'm just looking at what she's spot on. I'm just looking at what she's about um, to do. She's gonna play Lady Macbeth in a Macbeth movie. And and oh, Denzel Washington's gonna play Macbeth. <clears throat> that sounds amazing. Yeah, amazing. That sounds <laughs> incredible. That sounds <laughs> yeah, that does sound phenomenal. Yeah. No, uh, so no she is she totally deserved the Oscar and is uh is amazing. She's she's also a wee bit she's a wee bit Meryl Streep like as well in the sense that less of the she looks a wee bit like her, but she's she has got that certain um when she, when she's on screen, you know it's it's gonna be there's gonna something good's gonna happen. Well and well she's just yeah. so tough in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That character is so tough also so weak. and formidable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and even even in the the very small tight scenes where it's her and her ex husband. And you can just sense how angry and pissed off she is at him for the past, and all like it's, it's she's and and there's not. I mean, they're, they're, 
it's not like she's got a huge amount of different things to bounce off. She's just it's just her eyes. Uh and you know, sometimes the way her jaw moves and it sounds like little silly things, but just how she conveys tension and anger or something is just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um and and whereas Sam Rockwell also brilliant but more more kind of edgy more uh, kind of nervous energy but just you just don't know what that yeah, character is going yes. to do next and and um, it makes someone who you would you would commonly dismiss as a bit of an idiot you actually end up really feeling for him and and Valuing him and forgiving him for all the for all the crap yeah. that he did in the first half of the movie. By the end of the movie, you've kind of forgiven him all that because he's gone through such a redemption, and he's he's made you believe yeah. that character can like do that. Change for that character, uh, it's totally down to the actor. Um, and I think another thing um, with um, Frances McDormand is like that she her character is always on edge. And, and and that can you know that's easy to get boring. That oh this is but she does it really well and yep. her uh, she every time she's on screen you always know something's gonna go down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. Everybody yes. else does as well. Yeah. <laughs> because they're all waiting yeah. waiting for it to kick off. Yeah, no. Because even even some of this there were little performances like the the performance of the sun the sun isn't on screen that often but every time he is yeah. you just totally feel for him because he's obviously had a just life. a crap yeah. crap life in so many ways and and such crappy things have happened yeah. to the people around him and yet he's still seems yeah. like a decent guy um he's played very well and even there's there, i think she's only really got two moments but the girl who plays yeah. the ex-husband's yeah. new girlfriend is likable within like ten <laughs> seconds yeah. of watching her, yeah. and, and and is and has a couple of moments where she just absolutely absolutely shines and changes significantly changes what's going on around her and it, it, like yeah. the mood in the room the kind of just kind of goes away for a little bit and it, yeah yeah no and I th- it's yeah it's a great film I think it, I still stand by that it probably would have. I would have been equally interested to see it as a as a Netflix thing with possibly six episodes where it was a bit more fleshed out and you could really kind of get your head around it a wee bit more because there was so there is so much going on, um, and it's a wee bit like oh, uh, yeah. but but no, it is it is really great. How did you feel about the fact that the so there's a there's a part of the film close to the end where you think or you're led to think that. Mm-hmm. They've got, oh, they've yeah. got the criminal. They've got the guy responsible for it. But it turns out, it transpires yeah. that that's not the case. So how how did you feel at that point? Do you want it to be him, or did you were you okay with that? I mean, like, what what you, were your thoughts? You, you, I mean, from a from a character development standpoint, that the right they made the right decision in not in not um, in not in if it, in in the, in that it's not actually the killer. But I think. You know, you you always hope that characters 
end up in good places and get what they want, but it's it's always funner to see them suffer. <laughs> Do you know? No, that's hard. <laughs> well, no, that's exactly why I'm asking you, because I'm sure we've had conversations. I can't remember which movie it was about. It might have been a couple of movies, but I'm sure we've talked about the fact that you, you've you said, you know, you like a film to you like the film to come to a yeah. solid conclusion but and this one doesn't this one leaves yeah a lot of stuff I think, up I think, in the air but i'm getting a sense from you that you I didn't still, mind it i thought you, the you didn't mind it once so in this well film done, you still quite it liked didn't, it didn't i think i mean endings like I, I don't know like you know like have you seen how i met your mother you know how the ending to that was very, yeah, yeah, very uh, widely discussed in bad ways because <laughs> people didn't didn't like that. Yeah, it yeah, I can. A lot of people like frowned upon it. Yeah. I and I know that it doesn't really add up in the sense that how how but but all this and that. But I think it was there was that character of of Ted, and I know this is a completely different example than the film we're talking about. I know, but that character of Ted. <laughs> He goes through such a, <clears throat> a, you know, with his wife dying. Uh, of, it's, it's cancer, right? Yeah, and and kind of it's yeah, okay yeah. to go back to the things that the familiar that we're familiar with, and, and I I really like that message, but mostly because that that shows writing is so is so good. But I think in terms of a yeah a film that maybe isn't so strong on the writing aspect, and and is is more on the kind of action or this 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 having a bad ending like take um take everybody's favorite star wars film the last jedi um due to due to okay um ray or whatever ray's character being rubbish <laughs> um and and all the other bad <laughs> things with the film all the all the the ending with luke killing himself even though he didn't really he didn't really appear anyway as luke do you know and and the the main wrinkly guy dying, Snoke was yep. was like those things. Those those plot twists may have actually benefited the film, but because of the poor character writing, it didn't. It just was another thing on top of the anger, you know. So I think I think a film, a good ending for right. a film, and what's being classed as a good ending, really does depend on how well the characters, especially, were handled in the, in the earlier and middle part of it. Do you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, like in this, they, they, yeah, hundred percent. They nailed those two characters, which which almost made me cut cut them some slack, <laughs> but not that the slack needed cutting. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, would no, you, that's would interesting. You, would you agree? Very good. Yeah, I um, I, I was because the end, the actual ending of the yeah. film leaves you hanging a little bit on beyond just what you, you know you find out if that guy was guilty or not but then there's mm-hmm. there's more that follows <clears throat> and you're kind of left in a very gray area as to what's going to happen next um and and i feel very much like you i don't i didn't mind that i just would have loved to see more so so you would you so no i wouldn't no, i wouldn't pull the film but down you'd, for you'd it. be interested in seeing a sequel where that story continues yeah, 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 no, yeah, no. yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't want to see a, a <clears throat> I don't, detective I, thing where they find out who the killer is. I, I don't really care because that's not the purpose of the film. The purpose of the film is who she is and what she goes through. I, no, well, that's so. I, 
Plus, obviously, they're missing the opportunity of calling the sequel four yes. billboards outside yes. Ebbing, Missouri, which yep. would you know be the logical conclusion. But no, I don't think I, I'm not interested in seeing a sequel if it's this, around the same story because that story is done, and you kind of accept by the end of it that the chances of them discovering who the killer is is really really matter. minimal. It doesn't and will probably from, never from happen a, from a character perspective possibly but from an audience perspective the audience don't care anymore who the killer was do you know there wasn't they didn't they didn't um exactly they didn't scatter the film with hints about who possibly could be they it was very much a background concept the focal point was was the characters and the reason the reason that's so brilliant is because that's the journey that the lead character's gone on they've been they've started the film determined to do whatever they can to make sure that the culprit is found and by the end of the film that lead character is much more accepting yeah. that that will not happen and that that no, is not no, what her no. life and, should and, be about anymore would her daughter rather that's her mom brilliant. understanding who she is and, and having a happy life or spending her whole life trying to find this person who they'll never find yeah so it's totally it's it, it yeah. No, agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so where are um, you at for a rating? I don't know. It was really good. Uh, I have to say that was that that the TV show element maybe was my only nitpick. Uh, okay. I think I'll give it a four point five. I, I genuinely, I thought like character wise, it was really good. <laughs> I don't know if I could say it was a five. Very like good. 4.5. Because uh, it wasn't, it was, I don't know. Do you know, is that fair? What about you? I am, um, do you know what I wrote down in the book? But I'm thinking the more I talk <laughs> yes, about it, yeah, the more yeah, I like same. it. Um, and it was, so, initially, like before we were talking here, I was given it four. And I am up yeah. in that to four point yeah. five. Because it is such it's it is so good. And the more more stuff you've said about it and more I've talked about it, the more I realise just how clever and just how brilliant it is. And we've not even talked about things like you've talked about how the yeah. the, the town itself is a character. We've not talked about how beautiful yeah. some of the photography is, it's amazing. And the soundtrack mm-hmm. soundtrack's phenomenal. Um, so uh, you know, there's tons of stuff, and some of the direction that there's there's a scene where, um, yes, the billboards are set on fire, and that just that one shot, which has got the distance between one billboard on fire yeah, and oh, her that's, running, yes, great from shot. the other billboard is great shot. So there's there's little bits of art in it which are beautiful. So yeah, I so now I'm talking myself up to yeah. five. Yeah. I'm going to stick at a 4.5. You're making me up yourself And go with the same as you. Which uh, which means three billboards gets uh, yeah. nine out of ten. And it makes it it makes it our second best film that we've seen yeah, behind I'd, Social Network. I mean, I'd probably say Social Network is better than it, but they're, you know, they're at the same time, they're two very different films, so you can't really compare them in that way. Yeah, well, I, I I scored them both the same. I haven't scored anything five stars yet. Yeah, you went with five stars for Social Network, I think. So, 
um, that's that's what gave us just that edged that edged it. But um, but no, both amazing films, and uh, and three billboards. Even though we've totally ruined it, and and um, basically told you about all of it, it's I would still oh, 100%. say yeah, well even, yeah. Watch. Um, expect some <laughs> and expect some coarse language. Yeah, but I think well, the whole fact that it's about the town and the south of America kind of adds to that. Do you know, it's yeah, it lets you know, it lets you know they don't mess about. They're really. playing games. They're, real. They're not playing games, Charlie. Yeah, but I have to say, I would They're say last games. thing that the acting in this is probably better than Social Network. But then again, that could also come down to character. That out of Mark Zuckerberg or this the woman. The, the, the main forefront of this, I'd probably say that the characters in Three Billboards are probably more interesting. Really, or, what you're you know, looking for yeah. is a crossover movie, aren't you? You want I wanna, to see I a couple see of the characters from Three Billboards, Billboards thrown into Facebook. Uh, being spun off. Yeah. <laughs> three networks. Three networks. Three social three billboards outside yeah, Network three. Missouri. <laughs> three networks. Three social networks outside Ebbing, Missouri. Amazing. <laughs> I don't think that film's going to happen, but some you universe. can write it. You could write it, I believe in you. In some... <laughs> mm-hmm. So next yeah. week <laughs> is is a theme which is a concept which I, I think as I thought before we talked about it a little a little bit before um, today's podcast, I thought, well these this just doesn't happen well, anymore. Did you know? And it's a the, the theme is a B movie. Um, um but uh, No, thank God. Uh, but a, a B movie in the sense of like a low no. budget, no star. Um, in in my days, I, I, as as a kid, straight it was called made for video or made for TV type stuff. Yeah, straight to DVD, absolutely. Um, and this kind of crap yeah, is still getting it. made. Yeah, is which may be extremely disrespectful to the people who are probably still um, working their backsides off trying to make it. Um, yeah, so um, movies like um, disaster movies, kind of really low budget ones, things like that. So we uh, we, came, we came up with two before we started because I wasn't prepared as normal, probably. <laughs> I don't have to expose, <laughs> not, expose yeah, your frailties. Time, I'm I'm not I, I would have covered. I was I very covered for you. And before the show was spent over an hour looking for B movies to propose to my. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but you don't. You don't have to see either of those things. <laughs> I'm an honest. I'm you don't an honest have to be man. Particularly boastful, or <laughs> so we or picked... self-deprecating. <laughs> we picked, a little um... too honest. <laughs> I just want you all to know. Shout I did to a me. terrible job You're this week, failure. folks. I need that to. I need um, that to be out there. So our first one that, we, <laughs> that you discovered um, was, and please correct me if uh, I get this title wrong. Um, I can't believe it's called this. The last Sharknado. It's about time. The colon. last Sharknado. Yeah, colon, colon. Yeah. The colon's yeah. important. Twenty-seven percent. It's about time. Mouse, three out of ten. I. Oh my no, god! I haven't seen any of the that. Sharknado movies, but but I do. I I am I am aware of the concept yeah. of it yeah. being a tornado Very full of sharks. And and on the basis that the the title has the word time in it, I I I am a little bit scared to think. I really that hope this is like the end game of Sharknado movies. I don't know. I know. 
It does. It does. Well, it does say the last Sharknado. <laughs> this just looks awful. <laughs> if, it said, ultimate, if it said the second from last Sharknado, Sharknado it's, it's about time. time. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's just about time. Um, cool. So, so I think we both know that that's getting picked, but just in case, give me a second option. In case it, it teases me, um, tempts me further. Dinosaurs versus cowboys. Or as we dinosaurs, dinosaurs. we don't know yet. Versus cowboys. But um, funnily enough, we, we... <laughs> I would, I would, I would back dinosaurs to <laughs> be cowboys every day of the money. week. Are you willing to make money that dinosaurs? That's the, that's not a movie I want to see. Well, that's the plot. Unless they're vegetarian dinosaurs. <laughs> they, uh, they chase them throughout the veggie-saurus. whole thing at the end. One guy is about to be eaten. And the dinosaur just takes their hand because they're nice. They just like yep. nice to meet you. We're vegetarian if dinosaurs. It's... We didn't realize that you guys. I think that's where the crux of the movie is. If it's cowboys versus a diplodocus, then <laughs> there, there's not much of yeah. it's not much of a battle. Cowboys yeah. every time. If it's cowboys versus raptors or T Rex, which is there's only there's only one winner. Um, but but we we looked at this film and and because I originally suggested it, um. But then you you said it's not it's we, we can't I don't think it's on Prime we can't watch it but then you then suggested was it Cowboys or um no it was it was called Jurassic I've got to be careful how I say yeah. this Jurassic Hunters yeah but that which but but then turns out you said it's the same movie plot twist it was apparently the same film <laughs> um, amazing why how we don't know either way which one tickles your fancy more <laughs> I think uh, um. I'll be honest, I wouldn't normally, I would stray away from both <laughs> with a kind of, with a very disrespectful kind of yeah, roll yeah. into the eyes yeah, and ugh, totally. groan. Mm-hmm. But we've got to do and it. So if we've got to do it, then I, I want to go whole hog. I want to go the last Sharknado. It's about time. Because you said you weren't going to do that one. But now you totally said you are going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I was. Really hope, it was all. I really smoke and mirrors. I really hope it's time travel. I do. I really. I hope we get to see the first Sharknado, and it all goes back. And there's there's. Ah, oh, that could be it. I thought I was thinking way deep in that. I thought, well, maybe they'll maybe they'll have sharks from Victorian times. I don't know oh. what ridiculous, oh. <laughs> but but that would just be a shark. Sharks <laughs> haven't had to evolve particularly much because they are I'm the king of the ocean. from Victorian times. <laughs> so there's no. Yeah. And what would be the value of a time traveling shark? Yeah. It would just go back in time and meet sharks yeah. that are just like it. I don't think sharks have had to evolve. Point. They could have. But anyway. have future sharks who've got lasers. <laughs> <laughs> Laser bases. Sharks. No. Um, so cool. well, next week we will be doing Sharknado, the last Sharknado. Colon is about time. <laughs> That's the title. Amazing. That's the title. Amazing. My God. That's the. I'll tell you right now. Every podcast needs an episode that breaks that podcast into the mainstream, oh, and suddenly goes from having one or two listeners a week to one or two thousand, or one ten or, two, or twenty thousand. One or two million. I am. I am telling you now that next week's episode. Is not that epic. <laughs> <laughs> Subverting expectations. No, my goodness. So it's all about I've learned from three billboards. Well, so I will, uh, I want to say I'll look forward to that. <laughs> I probably won't look forward to watching the movie, but I will look forward to talking to you about it. Cool. Well, I think we better wrap it there because I'm off to go and watch Cowboys versus Dinosaurs. I cannot wait. 
Uh, <laughs> please let me know. Please let me know. Eric Roberts. Actually, wait. He's wait a minute. He's Julia Roberts' brother. Yeah. Wait. What that? Wait. What this? He's doing he here? is. To be fair, he is a bit of a king of B movies okay, because he's. Because I hears me going. He's been. He's hears me like. He's been a baddie in a few yeah. major movies, but he's spent most of his time in some pretty. Here's dollars. me thinking I'm about to say a name that's going to be nobody knows it, and I like read it and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, man. That so what is he in? Cowboys and dinosaurs. He's in Cowboys and dinosaurs. Uh, Jurassic Hunters. He is. Yeah, because he was in the Dark Knight, wasn't he? He played the um the kind of three. Yeah, played one of the yeah. gangsters. gangsters. Was it? Oh, do you? Yeah, he played the. Wow. Yeah. I have to say though, I don't. It's not making me regret my no, choice. No, it's. Uh, I'm still sticking with Last Sharknado, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm confident it will be the worst film that we've seen this far. But uh, who knows? Who knows? Yes, but who knows? It might be amazing. It won't be, but it might. <laughs> the worst. So it has to be worse than Gun City and Dark Waters, which both picked up four point five out of ten from us. And I've got to say, if it's not worse than those movies, then my God, I don't know. Like the thing, the, it's an it's a classic. If it gets more than four and a half, the thing off. that made um, Gun City boring, but the thing that made Gun City bad was that it was boring. So you know, if this is if this is like thrilling, <laughs> but like not good, I probably like. Do you know we might have a bit of a a debate on our hands. Oh my God! <laughs> then I then I look forward to it. Oh. And I will, uh, I will catch you then. Yes, I, will I will see, see you next, next week. week. All right. Nice one, mate. Thanks again.